Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Soberlink. The Soberlink system is designed to make parenting time safer with real-time remote alcohol monitoring. Soberlink uniquely combines a breathalyzer with wireless connectivity and is the only system that includes facial recognition, tamper detection, and advanced reporting. Parents can submit a test anytime, anywhere, and have test results delivered automatically to the concerned parties. Simplify co-parenting arrangements by using the system that provides transparency and proof of sobriety throughout the day. Join the thousands of parents who are already benefiting from Soberlink by visiting www.soberlink.com backslash family law. For a limited time, get an exclusive $50 off your device by emailing info at soberlink.com and mentioning Divorce and Beyond. Coming up on today's episode of the Divorce and Beyond podcast. Wish I had this podcast episode, you know, 10 years ago when I was going through it to to listen to and to give to other friends as well, um, because you're absolutely right when you're in it. Every decision seems life or death. Every single one of them. Hello and welcome to the Divorce and Beyond podcast. I'm Susan Guthrie, your host. As a top divorce attorney and family law mediator for 30 years, I know what you need to know to get through your divorce and most importantly, how to move beyond it to thrive and transition to your new future. My experts and I are here to give you the insider view into the process. So listen in for the wisdom and expert information you need on your journey through divorce and beyond. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. I'm Susan Guthrie, your host, and today I have a friend visiting from Florida. I see her with the sunshine in the background, and I'm so happy to have her. You don't know, Molly and I have been working to get this podcast episode taped for months now, and we're finally here together in the week between Christmas and New Year's, um, which all kinds of exciting things have been happening, happening for Molly during this time, so we'll be talking about that, but let me introduce you you to Molly Dare Hillenbrand. Uh, Molly uh, is the founder of Hillenbrand Media, and that's actually how I met her. She's another friend I met through Instagram, but at the time that I moved to Chicago two years ago, Molly lives both in Chicago and Florida, where she is right now. Um, and I met her, I reached out to her, and we connected in Chicago. And she does these wonderful, through Hillenbrand Media, wonderful interviews and um, promotional materials for entrepreneurs and professionals. And she's also um, produced for the ION channels, one of which is ION Chicago. And I'm very excited to say she did a wonderful interview with me. I I love, it's my favorite interview. Um, I still have it on the website. So anyone wants to go look at it, it'll be there and I'll put a link to it. But Molly is also um, someone who has been through the same journey that many of you are going through through. And that's what we're talking about today. Um, so Molly, first off, thank you for joining us. Thank you for making the time fi- so that we could finally get this in the can. Thank you so much for having me today. And I have to tell you, your interview is one of my favorite interviews as well. So 
<laughs> it was so fun. Molly came over with her her photographer, her videographer, and we did it in my home actually. And it was just it was a wonderful experience. So, and I've gotten so much positive um, feedback from it. And so many people. I mean, that was that was probably a year and a half ago now. Yes, um, oh I, my gosh! <laughs> right? Doesn't that say <laughs> this year has you know it's both flown by and stalled? <laughs> so. yeah. Exactly. It de- it sort of depends on you know what what aspect you're thinking of. But yes, the 2020 has been the slowest and fastest year of my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but when you and I first met and we were talking about what I do for a living, we you mentioned that you are a divorced mom. You have two beautiful daughters. Look at her Instagram feed. Uh, beautiful, beautiful daughters. And we were talking about co-parenting and, and, you know, your relationship with your ox, which is good. And, and then we started talking about those things you wished you had known when you were going through divorce or sort of what I would tell myself now. And so I was like, wow, what an amazing podcast episode that would be. So we're going to dive into that today. And I just, I love this topic um, because, you know, it's one of those things that when we're in divorce, we often feel so like immersed in that moment and everything Mm. feels so life and death, right? Absolutely. You know, I wish I had this podcast episode, you know, 10 years ago when I was going through it to, to listen to and to give to other friends as well. Um, because you're absolutely right. When you're in it, every decision seems life or death. Every single one of them. Yeah. And, and we, we just dive into it, right? And it becomes our every waking thought and every decision seems to be like, if I don't get what I want, then everything's going to be a disaster. It's it's all, I'm going to lose everything or everything takes on that black and white feeling. And then when you get, you know, you just mentioned 10 years down the road, but I don't even think it takes that long. It's like a year down the road. And all of a sudden you realize, and I think this is exactly what you said to me. Um, it, it stands out a year and a half later from our conversation. You said something that you had fought for so hard during the divorce. Um, and I'll mention what that is in a minute. You now see that and you're like, why, why did I, why was that so important to me? But, but you don't, you, maybe it's a a lack of perspective. Absolutely. And at the time, that's all I knew, right? Was that, um, and if we can go into it is I fought for every day hour with my children Yes. That I could possibly have. And that's because it's all I knew. And anything that was unfamiliar, I didn't want. I was already going through a divorce, which was unfamiliar and, and not what I wanted. Well, not necessarily not what I wanted, but not what I saw happening in my life, um, you know, in my dream life that I thought I was going to live. And so, yes, the, the fight for every hour, every day, you know, with my kids took on its own beast with, with me and, and my ex-husband. Um, I, and now, you know, not even now, but I would say even a year or two later, I realized that those days without my children, and I mean this with all the love in my heart, <laughs> yes. are wonderful times for me to focus on myself, my business, to rest, to, to, because, you know, when you're single parenting, it's exhausting. It's, you know, you're doing it all. 
you need a break to be a good parent. For me to be the best mom for them, I needed those days off. I needed a break. I needed to focus on myself to, to re-energize, to, um, to get over what, what fight I just had with my teen daughter <laughs> and not keep it going. You know, we all need that moment. And, you know, without a husband or another person in the home, when you get into those disagreements with your children, there's no one to say, take a break. I'll take it over. You know, you both kind of keep at it. And so, um, I realized pretty Pretty quickly, the importance and the gift of having a day, a few days apart as well. And I think they would say the same. <laughs> well, and that's such a good point because I, I know from my stepkids going back and forth for the past, well, they're 23 now, but, you know, back over the past 16 years or so, they, they I think, would say the same as well, right? It's good for the kids to get that breathing space and ability to reap the benefits and of their other parent as well. And we have to remember they love their other parent. They want to be in their lives. They want to see them. It's not doing any good to the children unless there's obviously some issues um, for you to keep them from them. That's only for your pride, right? That's only for you. I won. I got this, uh, you know, moment. And it's not in their best interest. It's just for you to say, I won. And that nobody wins in that mentality. They, you know, such a good point. And the other part that I think people forget is, and you mentioned it earlier, and I, I think it's such a good point for people to sort of dwell on. You were fighting for the time with your kids because it's what you knew. And it's hard for people to contemplate something new and different, especially when it comes to their children. And, and so they, they immerse themselves in that, that struggle to get that time. It's like, I, I love how you just said it, over every minute you know, that you have to I have mean, with your kids for every minute. I, you know, at the time up until, so my kids, when I got divorced were four and six years old and I was a working mom, but my hours were the same hours that they were in school. I, I had a clothing store and I would drop, you know, the kids off at school, run into town, go and work during the day. I would leave at two 30 to go pick up my kids. And there I was, you know, uh, stay at home mom for the rest of the day. And yeah. so that's all I knew every day of my life. And, and for me to give that up was, was at the time I thought devastating. Um, and again, you know, I, I can't say it enough how much it's needed to have that day, two days, three days, whatever your parenting plan is. Um, both your children will be thankful for it and you will be thankful for it. I I have to agree on that one. I think that's just a key. And I really, you know, I've mentioned what you said to me since that time. So in the past year and a half, when I'm doing mediations or when I'm talking to or, or coaching a client, just saying, you know, contemplate this new future you're going to have. You're going back to school or you're going to be starting your business or trying to rejuvenate a career or, you know, getting back out in the world or just trying to find your way in this new future and a little time alone or a little time where you can be solely focused on yourself and recharge those batteries is really kind of critical. 
Absolutely. And that brings me to another point of what I wish I had known, um, which was that you're going to have new passions. You're going to have new things. You're going to want time to do. The number one thing that I tell friends who, who are going through divorce or recently found out, you know, that they will be going through a divorce, um, as I say, find a passion, find something to do, find it now, because it is what helped me. You know, don't get me wrong. When we first got separated, I spent a good few weeks in the fetal position. I'm not going to say that I immediately <laughs> um, just ran out there and just made the best of my life. Um, yeah. I definitely gave myself some time to to grieve the loss of the life I thought I was going to have. And I think that's fair to give yourself the time to do it. Um, but, you know, as I always say, I say this to my friends and I say it to myself often when I, when I have a setback is, okay, I'm going to give you X amount of days to be upset and sad. But then you're going to get dressed, you're going to do your hair, and you're going to get out and you're going to focus on what's next. And I think that's really important to both allow your friend or yourself that time to feel whatever you're feeling, but then to focus on what's next for you. And so I think that was incredibly helpful for me during my separation and divorce that I focus on, okay, what's next? I have to find a way to make a larger income than what I was bringing in my, in my store so I said, okay, how can I do this? What am I going to do to bring in more income? And I just started plotting. I plotted to open up another store and all of that, something that really gave me excitement to not only focus on, so I wasn't curled up in the fetal position, but also it gave me something to do when I wasn't with my kids. So I'm not sitting there pining away so sad that, that you know, my, my children aren't with me. I'm actually working on myself. And I actually think, again, that was beneficial for me and my kids, because the kids have guilt as well. When they leave their mom to go to their dad, if you're sitting there crying, you know, I'm so sad. I'm going to sit here alone for three days while you're at your dad's. They're going to feel so guilty. You can't do that to them. What they saw me do was, okay, I'm going to fly to Chicago. I'm going to be working on my store and I'll see you on Monday. They felt that made them feel like, okay, mom's okay. She's working on, you know, something. She's okay. If if mom's okay, they're okay. The same way that if your kids are okay, you're okay. They feel the same way. Well, and that's another great point, I think, for everyone to understand. There's several things in there. One, give yourself that time to grieve. I actually had Amy Chan on a couple mm -hmm. of weeks ago, and she just came out with a book um, called The um, Breakup Boot Camp. And, it, and mm -hmm. it goes into the science behind what actually goes on physiologically and um, neurophysiologically neuro for us, if I can oh, say wow. that word. Yeah. Um, you know, with just the hormones and our, our fight or flight response. So when a, a breakup or a divorce happens, there's actually a lot of biological reasons why we go into that fetal position, as you talked about, you know, and, and you do yourself no favors if you don't feel the feels, right? You need to go through that grieving process. But I like, I really, really like you're having a time limit on that sort of thing. Yeah. And then get, get your, get your hair done, put your lipstick on. We all feel better. Actually, I just read a study that said we feel 34% more intelligent when we wear our lipstick. So, oh, well, I'm glad uh, I, I put it on today for this. Me interview. too. <laughs> I'm like, maybe that's why I've been slapping on lipstick <laughs> since I was 12. Um, but it's, it's such an important thing to grieve, go through the emotional content, and then to find that passion because honestly, it's what 
it, it, it's what will excite you and take you into that new future. And one thing I want everyone to hear is think what you're modeling for your daughters. They're not leaving their mom curled up in a fetal position saying, well, you know, you guys are going to be gone. Don't worry about me. I'll get through the three days until you return. They see their mom going out and, and following a passion and, and creating and, and doing something in the world. And it's got to be exciting for them. And that's another great point is that this, for many children, it's the first time they're seeing how you react to disappointment, how you react when life doesn't go your way, which, you know, breaking news, guys, kids are going to experience that in their life. Their life is not going to go their way. Um, and I think it's a great time for you to show how to handle it because they learn coping mechanisms. They learn what to do when their world is rocked. Um, from you, from their parents and how they handle it. And, and I know it's not always easy because sometimes we become extremely emotional. Um, but really when you sit back and think about it, you are teaching them incredibly important life skills in that moment. Oh, that's, you know, Michelle Dempsey, who we were talking about a moment ago, my friend, Michelle, um, who ha is the host of the Moms Moving On podcast. When she was on the show, she said that her sort of um, mantra during the process was to be the person she wanted her daughter to be, meaning wow. she wanted to model for her daughter how she wanted her daughter to be in the world when those disappointments that. happened. Isn't it great? I mean, yes. and, and it's... But you've, you've, without the mantra, you've done yeah. the same thing. And that is a critical thing that I think so many people caught up in the emotional content of a divorce or any difficult time can sometimes forget that the little people in our lives are watching us very closely. Absolutely. And I, I also have some friends that um, are almost, they feel guilty that they have this new life that they kind of started uh, you know, after divorce that they don't want to talk to their kids about, include your kids. I mean, I would bring my kids to my, my store that I opened in Chicago. They look at what we're doing together. And I, I would make them a part of it. I would have them do inventory with me. I would say, this is our store and look, you know, what, what we did. Um, and so that they were excited and they were, you know, of course, sad, right? I mean, obviously the, the perfect scenario for anybody is that your mom and dad live happily ever after in the home. Um, but for 50% of, of us, At that least. doesn't yeah. happen, right? At least, exactly. I think it's gone up since those statistics, um, sadly. Um, but it, it is a real thing that happens. And it's, and, you know, another thing is the sky doesn't fall when you get divorced. It's not the perfect world, but the, the sky doesn't fall. And for some people, it's a rebirth of a new life. And it doesn't have to be worse. It's just different. And that's okay. Yeah. I mean, for so many people, different is better Yeah, um, because, you know, I, I said this to someone the other day, when you go through a divorce, it's one of, it's actually one of those rare times in life where you're, you get something of a blank slate again to start creating a new future. And we really think about it in your life, how rarely that opportunity comes along. Um, one time I was thinking of as my stepkids are all graduating from college and moving you know, into adulthood, that's one time where you can sort of be thinking about what career you might want to have or what part of the world or country you want to live in. But you know, as we start to pick up obligations, 
friends and relationships and jobs and careers, we become less mobile. We become less able to make changes. So divorce actually is one of those times. I mean, look, you said you just opened another store. I know you started Hill and Brand Media um, a few years. It was that 2017 that you started that? Yes, that that was back in 2017. So, you know, the concept of the blank slate I've had multiple times because, you know, I've moved, you know, for life, life happens, right? Life changes. um, You know, I'm the queen of things not going the way I planned. So, um, you know, after I had my store in, in Chicago, um, you know, we were still going through the divorce and it finally settled um, that we, and I won't go into the specifics as to why, but we all had to move to Florida and I had four weeks to figure it out. And so um, I had already just redone my life, you know, I thought, and in this wonderful new life and new business. And then um, that was yanked, you know, kind of out. And then it was, okay, we're going to move to Florida. And so it was a re- another restart, refresh. Um, and that's when Hill and Brand Media started um, because I kind of blank slate. I didn't know anybody in this town, um, not one person, not even like a family friend, you know, someone to go to grab coffee with. So, you know, moving to Florida and restarting all over gave me another chance. And now, now I had known that I've survived a restart and I, I knew that I was capable of doing that. And so that's when I took what I knew how to do, which was PR and marketing. And I helped, you know, my friends from afar, from Florida, um, luckily from social media, you can do it from anywhere. And it just kind of naturally grew organically um, through that. And I, you know, I get to do what I, what I love, which is meet people and help them grow their business. Hello, everyone. It's Susan, and I have an exciting announcement. In just a few weeks, I'm launching the Divorce and Beyond Members Only Community. The Members Only Community is going to be your place to take your Divorce and Beyond experience to the next level. I have a lot of benefits that are going to come along with your membership, but just to highlight a few, you're going to have access to the entire archive of episodes, and that is all the ones that are out there already, as well as all of those to come, and they will be ad-free and uninterrupted. And in addition, you're going to have special members-only podcast episodes only available to members that explore and take a deeper dive into the legal issues of divorce. I've already recorded some issues on alimony, adultery, and sole custody, to name a few. Members will also be able to ask Susan anything in a special forum where you can not only ask your questions, but you can learn from those that have been asked by other members. Those are just a few of the benefits. So membership is going to be available for a low price of only $10 a month. But in order to make it special for those of you who are listening right now, I'm going to have an opportunity for you to join at only $5 a month if you sign up for early access now. So go to the link in the show notes to sign up for that early access or visit divorceandbeyondpod.com. I can't wait to see you all in the Divorce and Beyond members-only community. Stay tuned for more from Susan and her guest, the amazing Molly Dare Hillenbrand, who shares what she wishes she had known when she went through her divorce. And what I tell a lot of people as well, and I wish I had told myself, is that this uncomfortableness, this newness is actually the best thing that could happen to you because that's when growth really happens. That's when strength, that's when confidence, that's when I can take on the world kind of feeling happens because if I can get through this, 
I can get through anything. And the more that you challenge yourself in that way, put yourself in new experiences, pursue new passions, um, the more you, you grow as a person and your confidence and your willingness to try new things um, occurs as well. And then the sky's the limit. I mean, then life gets exciting. If you are enjoying this episode, check out Thinking of Divorce, the top five divorce FAQs answered with leading divorce attorney, Eric Broder. There have been a few, you know, sort of, I say like tire kickers in a sense. I'm not sure. I'm thinking about it. It's the new year. And literally that's how the calls have started today. I've had a few calls where I don't know if I'll be calling you tomorrow or in six months from now or not at all. But when I get a little more background information, I want to start the year off with some of this in my head. And I've had a couple people come in and say, we made it through the holidays, barely, and it's time to go. Give me the form to fill out. What do I have to do? And now we return to today's show. Yeah, and, and it's become incredibly successful, and you've been able to do that, as, as you just said, from different locations. And that's actually something that, you know, I think is a lesson for people. It's something that I've learned in the past few years as we did the same thing. We moved from the East Coast to California, where I didn't really know anyone. Then we moved from the from California to Chicago, where I didn't really know anyone. So, but you, there is a resilience that you start to build and there's actually um, the opportunities that come with change, you know, that it, as it forces us to grow and think of new things, you know, Hill and Brand Media might not have been created, but for the push of moving to Florida where you didn't know anyone. Absolutely. And what I tell a lot of people as well, and I wish I had told myself, is that this uncomfortableness, this newness is actually the best thing that could happen to you because that's when growth really happens. That's when strength, that's when confidence, that's when I can take on the world kind of feeling happens. Because if I can get through this, I can get through anything. And the more that you challenge yourself in that way, put yourself in new experiences, pursue new passions, um, the more you, you grow as a person and your confidence and your willingness to try new things um, occurs as well. And then the sky's the limit. I mean, then life gets exciting. <laughs> <laughs> and and your life has gotten exciting. Let's talk about one of the exciting new things you have going on, because as we tape this episode, your brand new podcast just launched two days ago on air with Molly Dare, which is fabulous. I love it. I well, listened to all three episodes. Oh, you did. Thank you so much. And coming from you, especially, um, I, I so appreciate that. And, you know, with Hill and Brand Media, and, and it turned into more of a production and producing these these video segments like we did with yours, um, it, it kind of got me to not only travel, which is what I love to do, but to meet just some of the most fascinating people and humans all over the place. And I just, what I loved the most was, of course, filming the segment and doing all that. But what I loved the most was when the videographer was packing up and everybody, and I was sitting there just talking to you or the people and getting, that's when they kind of loosen up and tell you like their real story, the backstory, not like the perfect polished version that they want to put in the, you know, in the five minute segment, but like the, the heart and soul as why they do what they do and love it so much. And so I was like, I need to share these stories because that's what people want to hear. These, these incredible stories of overcoming, persevering, pushing through, um, which, you know, equates to going through a divorce. You, you are pushing through, you are persevering. It is 
so incredibly difficult at times, but there's so much joy to be had when you get through the other side. Yeah, well, and the thing I've learned about interviewing people all this time is, as much as you have is everyone has a story. Everyone has something inspiring in their background that they can tell us. And that's what I, that's why I love doing it. The same, same reason, but you have a wonderful gift for really being able to draw people out. It it shows in the first three episodes. So I encourage everyone to go listen. You can find the podcast on all major outlets, right? And and is there a website? Um, Yes. We have onairmollydare.com. Um, which will take Good you to name. all the episodes. Easy to remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I love simple. the name. And then that's actually another thing that I need to know because I don't think I've ever asked you this in all the time that I've known you, but I absolutely love Molly Dare. How, how, how is that? Is that your dare? real? Yes. Where did Dare come from? It's fabulous. I get this question a lot. Dare is actually my real middle name that I was I given. Love your so it was Molly Dare, Hill and Brand. And actually in college, most of my friends called me Dare. I, I, they're like, Molly, who's Molly? <laughs> so, um, you know, and my, my parents who are, who are fabulous and lovely and my family is very, you know, normal and wonderful. Um, I've been kind of, you know, the, the one, the entrepreneurial mind that's kind of gone off and done all these crazy things. And they're like, you know, why are, how are you doing all this? I said, you gave me the middle name Dare. What did you expect me to be like? Um, I kind of, you know, it's in my name um, to dare to try new things. And so, you know, I put it back on them. Uh, well, I I think they had a crystal ball or something because <laughs> if you think back on all the things we just talked about in this episode, they all come down to maybe accepting the dare of this new life, this new future, putting your foot out onto this tentative new ground in front of you, um, but striding forth with some daring, right? I mean, that's what you've done. Absolutely. And that is my mantra is, is dare. I mean, just the word daring is, is kind of my, my mantra. And it's so funny when I think about it, because growing up, I hated that they, they named me dare. I was so embarrassed by, and all of my friends would, you know, tease me truth or dare, truth or dare Molly. Um, So you can imagine how that went for me growing up, but now I just, I love it. And, and I totally embrace it. And it is, it's my mantra. And I also love that my last name is Hill and Brand because working with brands and the people behind them. Um, so I'm very thankful to my parents because they, they definitely uh, named me well. They absolutely did. So let's think about one more thing to tell people um, that you wish you had known. What would be your your last thought on looking back to Molly Dare 10 years ago when she was going through her divorce? Um, to keep putting one foot in front of the other and to keep, you know, moving forward, I think, you know, stalling, let let. I hate when people call it a failure, like a life failure. It's not a failure. It's nothing you did that, that caused this. Life happens to you, and it's what you take from it and what you learn from it that really is going to keep excelling and pushing you forward. And, and there's so much ahead if you remain open to it and you remain positive and moving forward. Because remember that a happy mom or parent is a raises a happy child. And so they need to see your happiness. And that is the most important. You know, and and that is really actually a wonderful note to leave this interview on because I think people forget that 
life as they're going through the divorce, and I hope anyone who's listening right now and hears this, I know things seem gray during the divorce, but look at Molly, look at me, look at all, I think almost every person I've ever had as a guest, or almost all of them, not Bella, Gandhi, but a few people, um, have been through a divorce. And, and most of us would tell you that it was the right thing to happen, it was difficult, and our lives are better beyond it. A hundred percent. Yeah. That's actually, someone told me once that, that their divorce was the best gift they ever gave to themselves. So oh, I think wow. that, yeah. And, and, and it is, but it's hard. I mean, it's a very difficult process. I'm never going to tell someone it's not. But growth is going through hard things. Yeah. Yeah. If you stay in one place, if I look at my life today, five years after I started moving around the country and my very nice, like comfortable life that I had, but it was very similar year after year. Um, I pick this, even though it's been difficult for, for the moving around and changing and trying new things. Absolutely. I wouldn't trade what I have today. And, and, you know, my kids are great and, and I'm doing what I love and they're watching me, you know, go through challenge after challenge and persevere and push through. And I think that's a wonderful lesson for them, but it's also a wonderful lesson for myself. And I wouldn't have grown into the person I am today and with the confidence or met the people that I've met and you included, um, had I not gone through this. And so I'm incredibly thankful for my life. I don't have, um, regrets and I, and I, I just hope that everybody who is going through it sees that there is a wonderful other side of it. Yeah, I I agree. And I feel the same thing. My life has been the gift of, and it's made me much more open to, I see someone's feed like at Molly Dare on Instagram. <laughs> and I reach out to them and say, hey, we're in the same city. I'd love to meet you. So make sure, I do want to make sure everyone knows how to get in touch with you. So what's the best way to reach out to you? Sure. Well, you can follow me on Instagram. That's pretty much the most common place that you'll see me popping up. Um, my personal is at Molly Dare. The podcast has its own Instagram at On Air with Molly Dare. And then, of course, my website, onairwithmollydare.com. And what about Hill and Brand Media? Is and there... Hill and Brand Media. So I have one website, mollydare.com, which encompasses it all. If you just want a one for all, one place shop <laughs> that has Hill and Brand Media shopping. podcast and all the other exciting things that are coming down the, the pipe as well. Wonderful. Well, and I encourage you again, everyone, go listen to On Air with Molly Dare. Her podcast is phenomenal. Subscribe to it so that you get all the downloads every week. It comes out on Mondays, right, Molly? That's correct. Yep, just like Monday. just like Divorce and Beyond, people, you can have a twofer. Divorce and Beyond yep. and On Air with Molly Dare. Perfect. See? Mondays are going to be a good day for everyone going on. So, Molly... Thank you so much for joining. Oh, wait. I do want to tell everyone. So we have a little barking dog in the background. Whose dog is that, Molly? (laughs) So this will show you how far we've come. This is my ex-husband's dog that I take care of when he's out traveling or vacationing or doing whatever he would like to do. So that's, that's, you know, the other side of divorce. But that, I love that. You told me that's not my dog. That's my ex-husband's dog. I was like, that's fantastic. I love that you have your ex-husband's dog at your house. So there's just one more way that we you can move forward and have a good co-parenting and co, co-dog parenting relationship with your ex. <laughs> so thanks for joining me today, Molly. Thank you so much, Susan. Thank you for joining me today on the Divorce and Beyond podcast. 
I hope you found some information and inspiration to help you on this journey. Please join me every Monday at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for a new episode. And if you like the show, please take the time to subscribe and leave me a five-star review on iTunes. You can also find more information on the website at divorceandbeyondpod.com where you'll find links to the YouTube channel, transcripts of the episodes, and other bonus content. So I'll see you next week to help you move through your divorce and beyond. Oh,